My name is Jim Fleming, and this is Our Sunday School. Our Sunday School is part of Stewart Heights Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. To prepare for this lesson, please go to OurSundaySchool.com for a copy of today's handout. Now, let's get to this week's lesson. Good morning, and welcome to Our Sunday School. No, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so three of you responded. Thank you so much for responding. I appreciate that. Uh, and somebody saw that and texted my wife, and then my wife told me, so yay. That was all me. That was not what we're going to talk about this afternoon, or later in this, uh, not this afternoon. We're not going that long today. Uh, later in class this morning. So, All right, what is God doing in you through his word from the portion of Mark we've studied so far? You really shocked me because I saw you wave at me, Jules, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, like, I knew it was going to be a special Sunday. I knew it was going to be that special. But yes, ma'am. Heal, healing and growing you. Did I get that right? Excellent. Wonderful. What a beautiful gifts, right? What beautiful gifts. I gotta think that those three things that we've talked about so far, preparing, healing, and growing is what he's doing to the apostles too, right? This has been the weird thing that I've experienced going through Mark is these emotional responses and this illumination from the spirit from the, for the text. Like I'm seeing the stuff that the apostles saw and I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool, yeah. How amazing is Jesus, right? It's a pretty cool conclusion to come to. All right, anybody else? What is God doing uh, in you through his word from the portion of Mark we've studied so far? Making you bolder. Making you bolder. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good. What a good opportunity. Through something that we never would have anticipated even existed five years ago, right? Nope. I mean, just like how... <laughs> we'll talk about a little of that this afternoon. Uh, I was going to say, I keep saying, I keep wanting to say this afternoon. <laughs> it's not this afternoon, Jim. All right, Dave, I saw your hand go up. That's right. That's exactly right. I saw a quote this week that said, uh, you know, Jesus, Jesus didn't die to save some damsel in distress. He, did, he died to save a cheating whore. And I was like, well, that's putting a fine point on it. But the reality is, yeah, 
All right, with that transition, uh, we'll go into uh, our process here. If you got your handouts, uh, we're on page 478 of the handout. Uh, but those are available at OurSundaySchool.com as well. Uh, so our first process step in talking about the Bible, and we do this before we study a, a significant chunk of the Scripture, uh, is we pray. So I'll just lead us in prayer here. Uh, our attitudes here, our fear, dependence, and expectancy, and what we're praying for is illumination, wisdom, and hearing for the hearers. If you haven't noticed, that's us. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity once again to study your word. We thank you that you have already prepared us for what you need us to do, uh, for how you are going to engage us in your plan of redemption. And we thank you for that. We thank you for this text. We thank you for uh, the Gospel of Mark. Uh, we thank you for the second half of chapter 14 of the Gospel of Mark. We thank you for the, the things that we will learn, the things that we will see. We thank you for the beauty and the grandeur and the glory that we will see of Jesus in this. So help us to uh, see Jesus, to uh, adore him, to worship him, and then to be drawn uh, from the Spirit to go and to emulate his life and to share the good news of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's his name we pray. Amen. So our second process step is to hear. So I'm going to read the second half of Mark chapter 14. So if you've got your Bibles, uh, feel free to read along uh, quietly to yourself. Or uh, you can just listen. I have had several of you reach out and say, it's been kind of cool just to listen to God's word and not have to read along. But if you want to read along, that's awesome too. So Mark chapter 14. And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible with you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? It is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. And immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Seize him and lead him away under guard. And when he came, he went up to him at once and said, Rabbi, and he kissed him. And they laid hands on him and seized him. But one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. And Jesus said to them, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. And they all left him and fled. And a young man followed him with nothing but a linen cloth about his body, and they seized him. But he left the linen cloth and ran away naked. 
And they led Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together. And Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, as he was sitting with the guards and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many bore false witness against him, but their testimony did not agree. And some stood up and bore false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. Yet even about this their testimony did not agree. And the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, Have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But he remained silent and made no answer. Again the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? And Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his garments and said, What further witnesses do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. And some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to strike him, saying to him, Prophesy! And the guards received him with blows. And as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also are with the Nazarene, Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you mean. And he went out into the gateway, and the rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him and began again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. And after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. And immediately the rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Talk about ending on a heavy, sad note, right? Not every chapter ends with, and they rode happily together. No, it's not the way this works in the scripture, because the scripture reflects reality. So uh, the next step in our process, and I'll just put up a slide here real quick. It'll walk us through what we're going to be doing in class today. Uh, so pray in here as a class, and then think, talk, and share at your tables. So, uh, and then we'll invite as an individual after class is over with uh, today. But our process steps for thinking are really clear. This is thinking with humility. This is thinking that, you know, I don't have everything figured out. Uh, the objective here is to slow down and to think. So if I look at the second half, and if you would look at the second half of Mark chapter 14, there's five major sections. So in the ESV, it's Jesus prays in Gethsemane, uh, betrayal and arrest of Jesus, a young man flees. Nobody knows what to do with that section. It's fantastic. You can look at different Bible translations, and everybody's like, uh, what do we say about this? Uh, Jesus before the council, and then Peter denies Jesus. And what I would encourage you to do, and those of you online as well, I would encourage you to pick one of the five sections. Hint, don't pick the young man, please. Please, okay? Just, we'll, we'll get to it, I promise. But well, I don't promise. <laughs> Lord willing. <laughs> I'm not making schedule promises anymore. <laughs> this is what I've learned. Uh, but pick one, and we're just going to take a couple of minutes to think about it. And if you want to jot down questions or observations on your handout, that's fantastic. The whole backside is blank. Uh, if you want to grab your uh, scripture journal copy of Mark, make notes in there. I think that's fantastic. 
but I'm just going to give you, uh, we'll say three minutes to slow down and think. And we're just thinking about this particular text. So pick a section, think about that. We'll be back in three minutes. So now we'll transition into the talk section, which is getting together with your table. Uh, this, our attitudes here are incompleteness, that I have not got all this figured out myself. And if you ever teach the scripture, it'll take you about 10 seconds to realize, I don't think I know all the answers here. Uh, and then teachableness. Um, so our actions are talk to those willing to teach and use available resources. And in the three minutes that we're gonna spend doing this this morning in class, one easy thing that you can do as far as talking to others is to talk to the others that wrote things down that came before us. And shockingly simple thing to do is just to look up the cross-references in the text itself 
about the passage that you picked. So all those tiny little superscript numbers and stuff in the margin, that's actually really helpful a lot of times. Um, so if you want to do that for the section that you picked, I think that's fantastic. If you have a question that you think somebody at your table, like, what's the question? What's the, like, this is weird to me. Like, so show, let's show some teachableness here, um, sharing our questions. And if you want to jot down questions and observations, I think that'd be great. So I've got 925. We'll come back in uh, three minutes. All right, so did anybody hear a question? Did anybody hear a question that you had not thought of before? Hear a question that you had not thought of before. Dave, what was the question you heard that you had not thought of before? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I'm not worried about the answer. <laughs> Questions. Questions, questions. A question that you hadn't heard before. Oh, 
Okay, good question. Good. So you noticed in the scene itself, the players were changing. Good, excellent. Uh, one of the most helpful Bible study uh, principles I ever heard was uh, read through a text, list every single character in the text, and then read the text from the perspective of every single character. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, you're going to stand in lots of different, or sit in lots of different places and get a, like, oh, okay, what's going on here? What's going on here? It's a, actually, it, now it, it takes a hot minute, right? You're not going to get this in a tweet, but, you know, you're not going to come away with tweet thoughts either. So, Matt, you got a question there that you'd heard? Okay. Some of you have this, like, I'm posing for senior pictures, and I can't tell if you <laughs> have a question or not, so it's awesome. Questions that you hadn't heard before. One of my questions was, why did Peter invoke the curse on himself? Ah, why did Peter invoke the curse on himself, right? Yeah. Good question. Yep. I will, um, I will say I did not notice that until about three weeks ago. And having read Mark, I don't know, a couple hundred times at this point, I, it was one of those, oh, what am I flying through this section for? I should slow, you know. Good, good question. <clears throat> Other questions? Yes, Dave? <laughs> He's going to win this game, right? <laughs> Could Peter have possibly been asleep for a while? Asleep for a while. He fell asleep three times in prayer, and the earlier part of this went immediately to Judas showing up. Good question. So what time of day was it? Don't answer. But would that, could the time of day have had an impact on how uh, alert he might, may or may not have been? Uh, it does for me. I watched the UFC last night. It finished at 1.30. No, 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 it finished at like 1.45. Uh, the first time, 1.45, not the second time. And then it took me a hot minute to wind down, and I actually got to sleep the second 1.30. So... <laughs> That has an impact, right? All right, one more question. Question you hadn't heard. I don't see any online. So. Who is the show for? Uh, during the, Who is the what for? The show, uh, Jesus Before the Council. Like, these are all the people that came to arrest him, conspired against him. There's an obvious show going on. Who's it for? Good question. Good question. So, let, who was the show for? The sh it feels like there's a... Like this is a production, right? Yeah, good, excellent. Um, did you notice in verse 53, and they led Jesus to the high priest and all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together? Have we, have we seen this group be active so far in Mark's gospel? Yes, it's like the, in the Godfather, the, the dark hand that's, that's working and pushing and you know, trying to, and what they don't realize is that there's another hand at play that's, far larger and longer and more powerful and all these amazing things. So good, 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 good. I, I would strongly encourage you, uh, before you start to answer questions, ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and document them. Write them down somewhere. If you need uh, a scripture journal or if you need another one, some of you have, like, um, somewhere Thesa is looking at hers going, like, I, it's only so much duct tape will hold it together. I, I know, I know. Uh, I have more, so happy to... 
uh, send you guys one online if you want, or if anybody in here needs another one, happy to do so. But document these. These are, these are fantastic. All right. So now we're going to transition. And hello to some friends that just joined, because I told them they should join around 930. Um, so uh, if Kristen, if you're on, say hello to Augie. I appreciate that. Uh, some people's uh, spidey sense just went through the roof. So uh, let's talk about that for a second. So I told you this morning we're going to do something that, uh, that I had never done before. And uh, I'm excited about this. Because today is actually a really special day in the history of our Sunday school. Uh, I'm going to show you how it started. You've seen these on like Facebook or Instagram, right? How it started, how it's going. So this is my theological attempt at how it started, how it's going. So back in uh, 2009, a friend of mine, Shelby, posted on Facebook, uh, class was great this morning, uh, but I had to get up and go to the nursery. Right? I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks. So uh, yay, yay. And then Margie Barber, who's actually with us this morning. Hey, Margie, it's great to have you. We usually see her on stage uh, playing some instrument exceptionally well. Um, she said, I'm enjoying it on the second bounce, looking at Dave's notes, which was immediately a humbling concept to me that somebody could take, and this was way before the handouts looked like they do right now. Like This was a skeleton crew of hobbled together comments on a one side of one piece of paper way back when, right? And I was humbled that somebody could take good enough notes that somebody else could be blessed by them. That was pretty cool. You really should think of a way to record the study. What a great encouragement would be to shut-ins. And at that point, my head went, what? I got enough to do. I'll be nice. Never thought of recording it, Marky. Okay, great. Uh, and somebody else saw this and said, hey, I think I can help with that. I was like, okay, cool. Let's go with that then. It works out well. And, uh, and I want to tell you about what's going on. So that's how it started. This is how it's going. So our podcast, uh, the, all it is is the recordings of this Sunday school class uh, get posted online. Uh, the average lesson is downloaded 88 times. Now, it does not mean the average lesson is listened to 88 times. I understand how podcast stats work, guys. Okay, I, I get that. But the average attendance over that same time period, because you know I keep stats, and yes, I have an Excel spreadsheet for this, is uh, 44. So there's twice as many downloads as there are people in class. So the thing I want to think about, I want you guys to think about that are in the room regularly and consistently, is that there's twice as many people somewhere else that are downloading and engaging with this content, which I think is absolutely crazy. Total downloads right now, 43,894 as of yesterday. It's like, that's just stupid level numbers, right? And this is what really kills me. So I would expect the biggest chunk of these to be from the US. I did not expect Japan. So, hello to my Japanese friends. <laughs> Yay. Um, Germany and Canada and then uh, 20 other countries with a couple of hundred views each. I, I think it's absolutely incredible. So apparently I am now internationally known. <laughs> uh, so what does that mean I have to do with this? I have to rock the microphone. Now I said that to Julie yesterday and she did not get it. So did anybody just get that? Please bless me. Thank you very much. Good. All right. So that was it. That's all I wanted to do right there. That was the joke. There's nothing more complicated than that. And, um, and I think this is absolutely crazy. So if you would, for just a second, go in your Bibles to Nehemiah chapter 8. Because I want to show you what I have historically 
tried to focus on for our Sunday school. Uh, I, I, will, I will tell you, this was my initial stab at why this stuff happens. So Nehemiah 8, uh, verse 8. And if you've never read Nehemiah, Nehemiah is a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic book. If you are in project management or know a project manager, it is the best project management training ever. It's unbelievable. Um, so verse 8 says they read from the book from the law of God clearly and they gave the sense so that the people understood the reading. I don't know that I have a life verse, but if I did, it's probably going to rhyme with that one. Like that's, that is what I am passionate about. That is what I feel God has uh, asked me to do. Um, this is actually the verse that there's the reason I got into teaching in the first place. I remember exactly where I was in my dorm room when it felt like all of heaven shined on this verse. And what I quickly realized uh, after teaching for a while is that you don't get to verse 8 unless you go through verses 1 through 7. And, and the reality is it's not actually about verse 8 at all. It is about verse 8. This, the, we, what we do here is we study the scripture. But I want you to go to verse 4 for just a second. And I have a lesson that I'm probably going to teach at the end of my life about verse 4. And verse 4 for most people is going to be one of those verses that they just skip because, oh my goodness, the names in this verse are obscene, right? So I'm going to take a stab. And Ezra, the scribe, stood on a wooden platform that they had made for the purpose. Ezra's the one in the reading here. And beside him stood Mattathiah, Shema, Ananiah, Uriah, Hilkiah, and Messiah on his right hand. And Padiah, Mishael, Machaijah, Hashum, Hashbanada, Zechariah, and Mashalem on his left hand. You see, Ezra wasn't alone. You don't get the whole congregation together engaged in something by yourself. That's not how this works. Isolation was not the answer in the Old Testament. Isolation is certainly not the answer in the New Testament. So I want to focus on Ezra's right-hand guy. His right-hand guy was Mattathiah. This is the first person listed on Ezra's right hand. And the cool thing is that his name actually means gift of Jehovah. You can't make this stuff up, right? It's just too beautiful. Because you don't get to do really cool things by yourself. That's not how any of this works. And the reason I bring all of this up is that today... Today's lesson marks the 500th episode of our Sunday School in the podcast. And, and I will tell you, uh, if you haven't already subscribed, you can do so at all. No, no, no. Um, I will tell you there's a reason why. Um, there's a reason why. So this is, you know me, I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. Uh, this is the number of weekly recordings through the years. We actually started at the very tail end of 2010 and did some in 2011. Those numbers are shockingly bad. I couldn't even put, like, the consistency and reliability and the frequency with which we did things shows marked improvement right around here, right? And this is when Dave showed up. 
<laughs> you knew it was happening, didn't you? I didn't know how to stop it. <laughs> and if you're wondering what happened here, well, Jim messed these up. <laughs> this was, I, I did not follow the directions like I should. It had nothing to do with Dave Barber. This is all me. But the reason certain things take off the way they do, I would argue, is a certain degree of consistency in production and quality in production. And this has almost exclusively been driven by Dave Barber. Um, so, I think that's significant. And I think it's actually kind of important. Um, so what I've got today, Dave, could you come up for a second? Now, you better know which side to stand on. <laughs> and I'm going to do my dead level best not to drop this. <clears throat> but this is our first ever award we've given in Sunday School. He needs to move into the shop. Yes, he does. This is the Mattathiah Award. So given on November 7th, 2021, to David Barber for faithful service. Thank you, David. Thank you. Can we give this to you before I drop it? Thank you. <laughs> uh, but wait, there's more. Uh, thank you for putting it back in the case. That made me nervous. Um, <laughs> The, uh, the guys that made it sent me like three emails and were like, you, like that's the word you want to put on this? Metathia? Like, really? <laughs> yes. Apparently Google didn't work really well for him. So for those of you online, this is what it looks like. It looks like that. Uh, but Dave, are you, a, are you an organizational guy? You like to have things organized and ordered and... Uh, he, he just put it back in the box. <laughs> and Exhibit I mean, A, Your Honor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, like, um, like, like terribly. So I was going to do, like, pick a door, but there's too many doors in this room, right? It's crazy. So yeah. I just put it in a box. I saw that. Yeah, so you want to, like, lift up the box? Okay. This should work. There we go. Oh, my work. Cool. <laughs> so this is... This is the Milwaukee Packout. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, so... Sorry you guys can't see this online, but... Um, like, you, you put tools and stuff in Oh, there. yeah. And I... I will tell you, all of my tools could go in this hot, but Dave's tools, so this is a, it's a modular thing. Yeah. You can take it apart, and yeah, I almost hurt myself doing it. Yes, that's exactly how it works, and I, I knew, why would I even think I need to explain it? Um, cool, we'll do that later. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This is awesome. Um, but I just wanted to feed the, uh, the organizational passion and desire for excellence, and thank really, thank you very much. Oh, um, I, I will tell you, um, I cannot stress enough, if you go back and listen to some of those very first episodes, and you go, why does it sound so bad? Well, it's because Dave hadn't engaged yet at that point, and, um, and I'm, I'm truly grateful, and I am thrilled, and I hope we get maybe 500 more. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe we'll have a celebration when we get to 1,000. But uh, that is what I wanted to share this morning. Thank you so much for being here and helping me to celebrate Dave. Uh, for anybody online that doesn't know Dave, 
his cell phone number? It, no. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I would encourage you to look him up on Facebook and send him a message if you don't know him to say thanks. Uh, because we have had dark days in our family, uh, like all families have. And uh, the Barbers have been those, some, many of you have as well. Uh, but the Barbers have been those that have come and stood and prayed and served and done all sorts of things. Uh, Dave was at my hospital bedside at my right hand. I don't know if you remember which side you were sitting on. You were. As I was walking him through my crazy messed up uh, file structure for all of my teaching stuff so that he could get ready to teach a lesson because Jim's in the hospital and he may die of blood clots at any second so we probably should have this thing ready to go. And he was there and calm and away it went. Um, so thank you brother, we love you. And uh, we see you, and we see your service, as does the Lord. We thank you for that. All right, so uh, next thing up is the last part of your homework before we go into prayer time, which is to invite. Uh, and this is something that, that we actually commit to do as members of our Sunday school. And I would encourage you to be faithful in this as well. Invite a member and a non-member every single week. Uh, it is good for us. It is good for them. Uh, and with that, we will move into our table prayer time. So you should have a weekly update at your table. So make sure your name is at the bottom. Share any updates, prayer requests that you have. If you want to pick a section to pray for, please do that. And uh, after you have finished praying, you are free to go and to worship. Not Dave Barber. <laughs> that is not what this is about. Uh, you are free to worship this one who is worthy of worship, who we will spend, uh, Lord willing, the rest of our lives admiring, and then the rest of the next life as well in worshipful praise. So thanks for coming today, guys. Thanks for engaging. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, YouTube channel, and weekly email. You can subscribe to all three of those at OurSundaySchool.com. Grace and peace to you.